Very excited to introduce you to our next guest, whether you have a wedding or a funeral or a black tie event or a job interview or a meeting at the bank. It's helpful to dress for the occasion, and you might find that uh, women's fashion and style gets a lot of coverage uh, in various places. But today we're focusing on menswear, and to answer your question, uh, questions, we're joined by someone whose name is synonymous with stylish menswear in New Zealand, Robert Niwa from Crane Brothers. He's the Crane Brothers Ponsonby store. He's been in the fashion industry for about 30 years. And we invite you to send in questions for Rob on any aspect of menswear. You can text us on 2101 or email me to jesse at rnz.co.nz. Rob's in the studio with me. Kia ora. Kia ora. Nice to talk to you. And you. What are we covering with this term menswear, which is quite a broad-sounding thing? Is it top to toe, I suppose? Uh, yeah, I think top to toe and sort of what's coming up in the next season and just good questions about how to present yourself and fashion questions yeah now how much of it is fashion and seasonal and how much of it is style and the sort of rules that you can live a lifetime by i guess it comes down to the uh the individual i think if you kind of have a fashion element you can still incorporate all those classic people's uh, pieces quite easily into your wardrobe mm-hmm. it just comes down to confidence i think just confidence and feeling good about yourself if a man was going to own one suit what color suit should it be mm. uh, it's between navy and black of course mm-hmm. i think it it depends on which color actually suits the the wearer most. Sometimes blondes, uh, it, like the black suit, is quite heavy. Yeah. Them, so navy is a little bit more um, complementary, and some people with dark hair actually suit black a little bit better. So it really comes down to the individual. I remember you telling me once that um, black at a daytime event could be quite full on. Yeah. So maybe it depends. Like if it were for wearing to work, maybe black might be a bit much. Yeah, I think so. I think. Uh, uh, the good thing about black is if you keep it for evening, then you can kind of have a little bit more fun with the navies and things during the day as well. How long does a suit stay in style? And by that I mean if someone's wearing a 20-year-old suit or a 30-year-old suit, will people be able to tell? It comes down to proportions, I think. And I think each um, decade perhaps has different kind of trends. I think at the moment the double-breasted is really quite strong and has been for the last few years. Can you explain double-breasted for us? Uh, it's a... Uh, a jacket that kind of comes across and you have six or four, six or eight buttons on the front and it's sort of, uh, it's kind of remnants of like a pea coat or from the Navy um, and that's kind of where it's sort of originated from. Mm-hmm. So the last few years, a lot of the big brands in France and Italy have been doing, doing that quite big and uh, I guess the classic two-button suit will always be, be around. Yeah. Is it harder to wear a double-breasted suit if you have a bit of a tummy? Uh, it can be. That's why it's important to have it made well because the proportions will kind of make a, a larger man actually look slimmer. A larger man in a double-breasted um, suit, actually, they pull it off really well. Huh. They've got the size and the chest to be able to kind of wear it. Probably a good time to talk about spending money on a suit. Now, I imagine the sky's a limit, but I, I guess what's a good way to talk about this? What do you get when you spend more money on a suit? What's the difference between a cheap suit and a suit you spend more money on? Um, I guess the main difference is the construction and how it's made. So a cheaper suit would probably have a lot of corners that are cut to actually create the garment to keep the cost down. And then when you kind of look at uh, even middle-of-the-road or high-end suiting, it really comes down to how uh, it's constructed 
um, and that would kind of determine a lot of the price and then also the materials that are kind of used. So with lesser suits, they probably would have a little bit more of a mix in terms of the walls. And then with a higher-end suit, it would be kind of like Vicuna or something really uh, exotic or um, uh, just something more luxurious and then mm. that would also depend, that determine the price. Well. I presume if you are only buying one suit as a man, you would advise spending as much money as you can on it. Yeah, like anything, I think, um, yeah, spend as, as much as you can on, the, on the, the item. If you do have to kind of substitute for something lesser, then I think accessories really help. If you have a really expensive pair of shoes with a, with a cheaper suit, the suit will be elevated because the shoe will help um, make it look more expensive. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We might come back to shoes. Um, actually, someone's just texted in, can they wear sneakers with a suit? What are the rules there? Uh, it's been a reliable look for a number of years now probably since about 2013. And I think the shape of the sneaker has changed a little bit. So more athletic, a little bit chunkier sneakers are definitely um, what are you being worn with uh, suits. Suits are a little bit more um, softer in appearance as well. And so the the sneaker, the larger sneaker kind of complements that slightly oversized um, suit look in fashion at the moment. Um, but I think for certain industries, I think it's actually really appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just come. I think the flatter kind of Air Force One kind of shoe has kind of moved on to something a little bit more athletic and a little bit chunkier. So I think that's probably the difference. I guess the other bonus of um, spending money on a suit, if you can afford it, is that you get to talk to the person who's selling you the suit, right? And you can say, what colour shirt's going to wear with this? What sort of shoes should I get with this? Um, can I wear a sneaker with it? You get to get all that extra stuff that comes with it. Yeah, I think it's almost like having a great hairdresser. There's someone's always going to give you some good advice. And if you really find that person that you really gel with and really gives you that good advice, I think it's important to kind of stick to them as well. And those little pearls, pearls of knowledge are really important to kind of hold on to. Question here about the difference between vintage and just sort of naff. Jesse in 1983 says that our listener, I purchased a jacket from Smith & Coey. The label reads made in Oxfordshire, England, Cotswold Country. Mm-hmm. Sports, tweeds and leisure wear all pure wool. It's in pristine condition and has not been worn more than 10 times. Is such a jacket acceptable attire in 2023? So that's 40 years old, that jacket. I think so. I think so. I think it all, again, it just comes down to how you style it. I think sometimes... In the 80s, I guess, depending on how the shoulder pad is and also the colour, I think it just comes down to confidence. You know, I've got sort of a jacket from the 60s that I like wearing and it's like a tweed with the suede elbow patches and you just bust it out for those kind of cold, wintry kind of moments. With menswear, the the silhouette is very kind of similar. So it's really the shoulder and the material that will probably determine what era it kind of comes from. Thank you. You said how you style it, and you're talking about the choices that you make of the stuff that you wear with this jacket. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and how what, how you would put it together. You know, what footwear would go with it? What to wear underneath the jacket? Where are you going? What's it used for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all those kind of questions. Uh, what are the rules around wearing a suit jacket with jeans? Um, look, it's been a reliable look as well. I guess. I guess with a suit jacket, I guess it's just the shoulder. If the shoulder's too structured, then sometimes it does look like you've just substituted a jacket with your suit jacket. Mm. If it was slightly softer and a plainer colour, you can definitely get away with it a little bit more. But a blazer and a jean cut trouser or even a denim, it's actually a very easy look. Um, 
it presents well and it uh, and I think if you're kind of mixing with different um, parts of industry, say you're an architect and you need to be down at the at, at, on site as a, as opposed to being as well as being in the, in the office, yeah. it would work for both um, both events. I think. Yeah. If you've got a blazer on top and jeans, what are you wearing on your shoes for footwear? Well, um, boots probably work well with it. You could wear a loafer with them, and again, it just comes down to the appropriateness of what you're wearing where you're going and wearing it for. If you wore a loafer with it, it'll definitely give it a more of a fashion element, a little bit preppier. If you wear a boot with it, it gives it a little bit more of a... Um, uh, I guess you're, you're on the move, I mm-hmm. guess, if you're kind of with a boot. But it, it always kind of works together as well, especially if you have to remove the jacket for any reason. Ben writes, open-necked shirts have become the norm for men in the workplace, but too often the collars seem to look limp and messy. What is the secret to getting a really neat-looking collar when you're not wearing a tie? Great question, Ben. That's a really good question. and yeah, It, it is definitely becoming more and more um, popular. Uh, button-down shirts help to keep structure to the to the collar as well. Um, it doesn't move about. And it What do you mean by button-down shirt? So it's a collar with a button at the point of... Um, of the collar, which attaches to the shirt body. And so that keeps the the collar sitting upright and sits well against the jacket. I think um, having a, a stiffer kind of fusing in the collar also really helps kind of keep it um, structured. And also having the right size. Sometimes um, some men choose a shirt which is a little bit large in the neck, and then that's how it can look messy as well because the proportions aren't correct. Uh-huh. Do you make or do you ever buy custom-made shirts for yourself? Yes. Yeah. I think um, the reason why I like it is you can be more directive in terms of your style and you can choose kind of uh, details of cuff and collar but also colour as well. And also it just fits better. It just fits better. If it fits better, then it wears better. And so then they last longer too. Robert Newer of the um, menswear brand Crane Brothers is giving us fashion uh, advice and information and answering your questions. Uh, someone writes, my partner has moved from suits and tie to jacket and trousers, but still wears his striped shirts with them. I think the striped shirts are old fashioned, but then I can only think of white shirts. Any ideas? Um, the striped shirt, is synonymous with more of a business attire, so you 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 would feel like you're in a business mode with a striped yeah. shirt. I guess it just depends on the colour of the jacket. So you wouldn't wear a striped shirt with a, maybe a Prince of Wales check or a double, uh, or a window pane check. It'll just too busy. Um, but if it was a plainer shirt, plainer jacket with the striped shirt, then that kind of gives more emphasis to the face as well. Dave says, Jesse, what about brown shoes with a blue suit? I was always told this was a fashion disaster, but it now seems to be the norm. Uh, it's been kind of um, uh, commonplace for quite a while now. I think the Italians do it really well. They do like a dark navy suit with a dark chocolate brown shoe. And so it just adds a little bit of depth and kind of consideration in the outfit. And I think the uh, the listener is correct. It has been pushed a lot more as well. I think you just have to... The mistake that some people make is that the shoe is too light for the suit, and so the viewer keeps 
looking at your feet instead of your face. So you have to be quite careful in terms of the tones that you choose Fantastic. with your suit. John, we won't mention too many brand names here, but this one's sort of crucial to the question. John says, I'm saving up for a pair of RM Williams boots. I think a few people will know this brand. I've done some research and they're probably the best I can afford. They're eight or $900 mm-hmm. a pair. Any comments before John buys them, Robert? Um, uh, the RM Williams, they've been around for such a long time. They're such a staple for um, an Antipodean kind of wearer. I think the, the quality is great. I mean, I love the history of the brand and how the shoe actually came about. Um, and look, they you can... You can resole them. You can actually look after. If you look after them, they'll look after you. And I think that's the same with any shoe. I think if take care of it. Shoe trees are really important with a shoe. Keep them polished. Keep them dry. And uh, a good. If you look after your shoes, they'll look after you. Jesse, thank you for this opportunity. It's very timely as I've been having conversations with my 21-year-old son about his lack of wardrobe. He is very anti-waste, and with that in mind, could your guest please describe a basic and versatile wardrobe for an introverted but quirky young man doing an electrical apprenticeship and into gaming? So he doesn't go out very much, but possibly what if he had appropriate clothes to wear? Well, that's a tough brief, uh, Robert. That is tough. For for someone who's um, going into adulthood, could you talk about two or three pieces that might be versatile and might last them for a long time? Mm. I think um, I think having a good pair of trousers is probably really key. Um, in trends at the moment, uh, elasticated waistband, they're, you know, a drawstring trouser for someone of that. So we're almost elevating his track pant look mm-hmm. and maybe going that way with like a wall. So then he could wear it with a T-shirt or a sweatshirt um, or wear it with a jacket as well. I think a good lightweight jacket, just something dark would be really helpful as well because not necessarily a structured suit jacket, but maybe like a, a utility jacket or a field jacket that's dark so you can kind of wear a T-shirt underneath it. You can put a collared shirt underneath it if need be. I think if you kept everything quite dark, then uh, that would be appropriate for kind of several um, events that they, that they might be looking at. Thank you. Mm. If a man has just one suit, this is not a question, it's a statement, Says this person, if a man has just one suit, charcoal is a good choice. What do you think about that, Robert? Again, it comes down to colouring. I think it comes down to the the wearer. Charcoal is actually quite a, um, it is actually quite an appropriate colour. I think, especially being on the darker end, um, and then you can mix it up with blue, white shirts, um, and also do a black shoe or a dark brown shoe with charcoal as well. I think again, it just comes down to your personal choice and also the colouring uh, of the wearer as well. Some charcoal can look insipid on some people, especially if you're quite pale. So you have to be quite careful with the colouring. Any advice? Some people might only dress up for job interviews and and those occasions I mentioned before, weddings and funerals. But Mm -hmm. any advice for dressing for a job interview? I think uh, keep it simple. I think the point of your attire at a job interview is to show that you're present, presentable, um, and also professional. I think you don't want anything too busy to distract the interview, the interviewer. Um, I think keeping your hands and your face quite present is really important. So then. you have a better connection with the interviewer as well. I think if you turn up with a Daffy Duck tie and uh, a crazy jacket, it kind of distracts from what you're trying to present. Okay. 
This sort of um, touches on something you just said, but Kathy says, is there such a thing as a decent track pant for a man? My 72-year-old husband insists on wearing, quote, comfortable clothing at home, and his track pants look hideous. It's seriously becoming an issue for us both. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I can kind of understand. I guess it's, it's just making sure they're clean and tidy. You know, and they don't have bitty bitties all over them. You don't have like a stain mark on your knees because you've spilt your coffee on them. I think if you kept it dark, kept them regular. If you've if you've got a pair of track pants that you've had for the last ten years, I think you can kind of upgrade them now. Okay, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen was watching a Bond movie. Good place to uh, look mm, for fashion. Yes, he says that M is wearing an awesome double-breasted suit in No Time to Die yes. with an enormous lapel yes. reminiscent of my father's wedding suit of 1952. Mm-hmm. What do you say, Rob? Where can I get this? Uh, it's still made. You can probably have to get them custom made because not many people have them off the rack. Um, but it's such a great look. It just speaks of volumes and it, it just suggests wealth i guess that's mm. probably the <laughs> opulence of wearing a larger lapel i think it that what he wears in the movie is pretty fantastic so yeah i think it's a good any any suit advice for shorter men um proportions making sure that the jacket is the right length you don't want the jacket to flood you too much making sure the rise of the trouser are correct for your um leg shape the rise of the trouser? Yeah, you don't want the, the fly of the trouser to be too long, and so the crotch of the trouser is hanging too long um, from the body. It, does, it automatically makes you look smaller and shorter. So the, basically the in-leg and the out-leg measurements is uh, really important with trousers. Yeah, And I think also having the armhole quite high just to kind of give the illusion of being longer and taller. Mm. Thank you. How long should a man expect to have a suit that he can keep wearing? That was a weird way to answer it. How long should a suit last a man? <laughs> I think you. Could, I think a good ten years you could possibly get um, out of a suit that you purchase. I think if you keep the if you keep the fabrics quite simple, it, you, it could last that long. I mean, I've been working with. This year, a lot of clients coming in, reworking their wedding suits that I probably did for them fifteen years ago, and just. Uh, changing a few of the proportions because the fabrics are still good. Like you were saying earlier, he, they don't wear them very often, but they it's quite special to them, so they don't want to get rid of it. Mm. So I think if you look after it, brush them, keep them hung up, don't dry clean them too often, keep them um, refreshed, then they should be able to last you about 10 years, I would say. Any tips for wearing a suit in summer? Um the best way would be try to find a jacket that's not fully lined. Um, we call it a buggy lining or half lined. And that kind of keeps um, it very airy. Choosing the right fabric is quite important too. Linens and cottons are really great for that season. Um, and I think the shirt's quite important as well because you don't want it too thick, like just a good poplin with the with the summer jacket. The summer jacket seems kind of overkill if you are going to a summer wedding, but it does actually cover multiples of sin, like perspiration and things like that as well. If you're kind of a sweater and you've just got a shirt on, then you're going to perspire through the shirt and it doesn't look great. So if the jacket actually kind of shields shields you from that as well. Some men just look stylish at work. It's very annoying. It's like, <laughs> what are they doing that makes them look better than us? Any tips for making a plain business outfit look a bit more considered or a bit more stylish? Uh, again, I think it comes down to the accessories. Buying well, 
uh, is also important. I think those people that you see that are constantly stylish, they haven't bought a lot of things, but they've bought well. So a good pair of shoes is also a really great way to kind of um, uh, dress up a suit. So for instance, you've got one black suit, you're going to wear it three times in the week. Then if you had a different shoe with the suit and it... Um, that would make the suit look different. It doesn't look the same. Mm. I think um, pocket squares are um, a good. Lapel pins help add a little bit of personality. The shirt underneath also helps put, um, or a uh, garment underneath also helps personality as well. So I think the accessories uh, kind of uh, elevates the person because it's more considered. They've chosen it. Watches, you know, all those kind of things really sort of help. Yeah. What could you wear with a black suit? In terms of footwear, aside from just a pair of black shoes, um, well, you can possibly work. Um, you can do it with a sneaker, like a crazy color, mm-hmm. if you wanted to. You can maybe do it with a black sneaker, so it'll look great. Or you can do it with a yellow sneaker if you want to sort of be a little bit punchier. Um, you could also play around with texture. You could do like a black suede loafer with it, would just make it a little bit preppier and a little bit more fun. You can do a Chelsea boot with a little bit more of a high gloss, and then that would also make it a little bit more um, professional, seal the deal kind of Mm -hmm. outfit as well. Um, I think you could also play around with proportions, and at fashion weeks around the world, with men's footwear, they're definitely becoming larger and chunkier, and then that's a really great way of updating your wardrobe in a small way without having to change the whole wardrobe. It's just maybe a good pair of shoes, new pair of shoes. Um, sunglasses, really easy way to upgrade your um, wardrobe for the season as well as a new pair of sunglasses. Talking to Rob Newer from Crane Brothers, we're talking about menswear. William in Christchurch says, I think brogues are the best and most versatile shoe ever. What is your opinion? What are uh, brogues? Brogues are a perforated shoe, so they kind of like yeah, an yeah. Oxford um, shoe. Uh, I love a brogue. I think it adds a lot of personality, and there's so many uh, different variations of it. You can have a two-tone brogue, a single-color brogue, suede brogue. Um, I think you have to be quite – you've got to have a bit of flair to wear them, I think, sometimes, and not everybody has that. So that's where just an Oxford toe cap, Oxford very simple, would probably work for some people. But the brogue is – yeah, it's a really nice kind of look, and it it just has a – it just layers things a little bit nicer, I feel. When should you wear a pocket square? Um, I think you can wear a pocket square anytime. I th- it just depends on the pocket square. I think if you're – it's a really great way to dress up an outfit from day to night if you're in the same jacket. So that's a really great way of kind of dressing it up as well. I think you can wear them during the day, and that's where we were speaking earlier about those per- you know, those really well-dressed people. Mm. It's those little personality how, how do you choose the colour for a pocket square? Um, you either you can. There's a couple of ways you can kind of incorporate it with the tie. You can incorporate with the with the shirt. So those are two easy ways to kind of like uh, choose your pocket square. Um, so you're not you're not worried. I, th- I thought I heard as a kind of a, as a general rule that you didn't match the pocket square with the tie that it might look a bit kind of matchy that you were better to pick a colour out of your shirt. Yeah, but I th- it just it just depends. Like if the tie if the tie is the is the centre of the um, outfit, then maybe you wouldn't do the same colour, but maybe you'll have like a hint of the colour in the pocket square oh, yeah. as well, just to kind of bring it out. I mean, if you kind of look at um, Dean Martin thinks he'd always wear a red pocket square or, you know, which didn't really kind of incorporate the, in his outfit, but it was just a 
one of his kind of statements. Mm-hmm. What color shirts should I own? I think, I think having a good crisp white shirt, you can't go past because you'll need it for evening, you'll need it for day. And I think one of my favorite kind of shirts that I had for years and years was like a white shirt with a blue pinstripe. And that would, I would wear it with a chino in the summer or I'd wear it under a suit and, um, if I'm going out as well. It's just kind of a little bit more um, preppy kind of feel mm-hmm. as well. Just And a black shirt. I think a really good black shirt really kind of saves, saves a few uh, fashion faux pas. Oh, uh, yeah. What would you wear a black shirt with? Um, I would wear it in the evening primarily under a charcoal or black suit. Always looks quite good with it as well. It just kind of adds a little bit more of a cocktail kind of feel to your outfit as well. And I think it just um, just makes you look crisp. And I think it really highlights the face sometimes. The face kind of mm. stands out a little bit more when you've got black against the skin. Do we care about socks? Socks are essential. I think um, you can buy them packs of 10 or you can buy them individually. I think it's the small luxuries in life, mm-hmm. a good sock. And so... People notice your socks, eh? They do. If, you, if you're wearing a coloured sock, people will say, oh, that nice socks. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as the wearer, it's, it's just a small little luxury. I mean, you've got to keep your toenails clipped and all those kind of things because you don't want any holes in them. Um, but... Yeah, it's a, it's a small small luxury, which I think you should um, should enjoy. Talk to me about lapels on men's suits. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, what are they, and then how wide should they be? Mm-hmm. Um, so a lapel is uh, a lapel is uh, folded over um, part of the blazer. You can get them in like a narrow, like back in the early 2000s, the narrow lapel was really popular. Um, currently, they're definitely wider. Uh, it comes down to I, the way that I choose it for the client is their body shape. And so if they're incredibly s- slim, then a larger lapel can be quite ridiculous. So you kind of have to get down to the proportions of things. Um, larger gentlemen look great with a wider lapel, mm. I think. Yeah, they just really carry it really well. Um, and also it comes down to the materials too and the purpose of the suit. I think if you're wanting an evening suit or a suit that you want to take a take someone special out with, then you know a wider lapel kind of has a little bit more of a jovial Kind love, of it. Look to it. love it. Um, unfortunately, I've had too many merino suits ruined by dry cleaners, says Robin, mm. and I'm very apprehensive to get them cleaned now. Is there a better way to clean quality suits, please? There are new products out there uh, that you can actually have them refresh. So there's uh, air dresses, which are out in the market, which is kind of like a big wine fridge that you house your clothes in there, and they, <laughs> they can steam it. So it's not using any chemicals, which is which is quite which is quite good, I think. Um, and then that would refresh the garment, so you wouldn't have to necessarily get it dry cleaned unless you've got a stain on it. Now, dry cleaning, it's a tough one because it does it does get those stains out, but doing them too often, I think, is is what people uh, is the mistake that most people make. I think you don't have to dry clean them every time. If you could steam them in your bathroom then that will help look after the fabric. It's a lot of chemicals are used in um, dry cleaning, and then that would definitely erode uh, the materials as well. And also the, the hot pressing can also damage a lot of the internals in the garments as well. Thank you. Someone wants to know who is the best-dressed politician. Uh, uh, Winston Peters? I'm joking. <laughs> it's, hard to, it's hard to say because it's been quite... Uh, 
after they've changed the neckwear um, uh, rules and so forth, I don't really have an answer for you. Okay, fair enough. Um, man, what haven't we covered? Oh, let's still got 60 seconds. What should a man think about when choosing a wedding suit? How appropriate it is to the wedding dress. Mm, yes. Good answer. Yeah. I think you want, you want to look back at the pictures and see it as a whole, as a couple. So if the dress is really elaborate, then I think the suit needs to be um, appropriate for that. If it's like a really simple dress, then the suit needs to reflect that as well. Okay. 7,000 same-sex marriages as well so far in New Zealand. Yep. I guess some suits are matching to other suits. Uh, yeah, they do, or they have um, uh, a different element. One may be in velvet, one may be in a tuxedo. Huh. Like They kind of look the same, but there's that injection of personality as well. And yeah, so it's... Uh, it, they won't look the same, but it, it's like a, having them on top of a cake. I mean, that's the, that's the dream, isn't it? Rob <laughs> Newer, Crane Brothers, Ponsonby. Nice to talk to you. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much, Jesse.